What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3D Rivals, your first line of defense against stupid movies. My name is DJ, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my sister, who I don't remember her name. What's, what's your name? Delinda. Delin- Delinda. Okay. Delinda. <laughs> and I'm also joined by my brother, Derek. What's up, everybody? And today, we are going to talk about the classic Jurassic Park. Does it hold up in 2020? Of course it does, because it's a classic. But first, let's get to the news. I'm going to start off with a bit of sad news. Um, So it just so happens, Chadwick Boseman, the actor who plays Black Panther, he also played in 21 Bridges. He played Jackie Robinson in, what was it, 42? Um, Yes. Wait, it was called the Jackie Robinson story, wasn't it? Was it called 42? It was called... The full name is 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, he passed away uh, this week. He also played James Brown. Oh, he did play. He did. He did play James Brown. Um, Excellent actor. uh, Seemed like an all-around good person. Um, But apparently he was battling cancer, colon cancer. Uh, None of us knew about that. That That's sad to see. For four years. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I read that said that his family wanted to keep his diagnosis private, which is why I think his, his death was so shocking because it's like you had no idea that he was sick and that during the time he's getting treatment and all that, he he made all of these movies. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing, really. Yeah, because he was still doing movies. Um, 21 Bridges would have been filmed after Black Panther, right? Yeah. Um, and it... I, he was diagnosed in yeah. 2016. And also the movie... Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. He also filmed the movie The Five Bloods as well in that time period. Yeah. Time frame. Okay. That's yeah. on Netflix, right? I believe so. It was a, it was a Netflix movie. Okay. All a right. Netflix original, if you would say. <laughs> yeah. So... Um... That was a shocker to me. I was I, I was actually told during one of my streams, um, one of my viewers commented and let me know, and I was just like, "What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, how did Chadwick Boseman die?" Um, so uh, it's, it's sad to see him go. Of course, we hope the best for his family, his friends and family. Um, we know they've been with him through this, and um, that's going to be interesting for Marvel. So, what do you think they're going to do with Black Panther now? Um, I know what they're going to do. I, honestly, my personal preference is for them to just leave it. Like, I feel like don't do another one. I mean, obviously they will, and I'm sure they have a plan. Like, I'm sure they knew that he was sick, so I'm sure they have a plan in place. Uh, I mean, you could even replace him with his sister or M'Baku, but my personal preference is just to leave it alone. They don't do another one. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to leave Black Panther. It, there's a lot tied to Black Panther, and I feel like they really want to use it. Um, I mean, they do have the option of replacing the actor. I don't think they'll do that. No, I don't see them doing that. Um, I never. I didn't. Yeah. Even, I didn't hear anyone mention Mbaku until you just did. Um, I mean, those those are your only two options, right? I mean, I don't know, you know, how it ties in comic book wise, but that could be a person that replaces them, right? 
Yeah, well, in, in the comic book, I think only other person that had the Black Panther suit was his sister. Okay. Yeah, Shuri is the only other Black Panther. M'Baku is a villain in the comics. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, okay, let's see. Um, Man Ape, I believe. Yeah, which okay. they opted not to use for the movie. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I didn't know he was a villain. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not interested in a Shuri as Black Panther movie. I know. I was saying that I like her as an actress, and um, I like her in the movies. I I can't see her being Black Panther. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at too. I just. I mean, like I even a movie that's focused on her, fine, but not her as Black Panther. I honestly I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh we'll we'll see what they have in mind. I'm not sure. Um maybe they will just move on. Um we never know. I mean I, they could. I mean, I know we had a lot of speculations about how you add people like Storm and Submanners and oh, you can add it into a Black Panther film. Um so there definitely was a lot of potential for the next two movies in the series, but I feel like they're also at a point where they could just not continue it either. Yeah, but you know, I think you mentioned a good point earlier on. Um, the studio probably did know because yeah. uh, he, he would have had to have taken time for the doctor visits and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so they already well, announced I like the fact that they still respected the family's wishes, though. Yeah. Um, they already announced Black Panther 2, right? Yeah. That was yes, already on, on the slate. Yeah. So they probably did have a contingency plan. So there's probably a plan. Otherwise, um, I, I don't think they would have announced it. Well, uh, there's also a chance they didn't think, you know, they could have thought his treatments. You figure he would have been going through treatments and stuff while he was filming Black Panther, while he was filming Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. So there's a good chance where, you know, I mean, we've seen people with cancer where it's like, oh, everything's going good until it's not anymore. Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Marvel got pushed back anyway because of 2020. So I guess that gives them more time to figure <laughs> it out, right? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll they see. probably didn't even start for the movie yet either. No, no this no nothing was going on with this movie yet. Probably script writing, but that's about it. Um, but okay, um, so move on to I guess not happier news, but less sad news. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tenet and drive-ins. I wanted to talk about this for a second, and just m- movies and drive-ins. Period. So apparently, uh, what studios make Tenet? Is it Warner Brothers? Yes. Okay. I believe that is a Warner Brothers. Okay. So apparently, they set out the precedent for this movie that it cannot play in a drive-in if the indoor theaters around it is not open. Or is it if the indoor is open? No. If they're not open. If they're not open, it can't play at a drive-in. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't so then, make sense, does it? So they say that that city wouldn't get the movie at all. Yeah. Okay. 
So, yeah. So, like, if you were planning on going to see this movie out of driving, like 3D Rivals was planning. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Our theaters are open, so then we can see it. I, I wonder what the mileage limit is. But, I, okay. Isn't the theater state-wise or city by city? Uh, it must I be area. It it's a, in the area. I thought it was just AMC theaters that are opening. I don't think no, it's every. Uh, I think everything's open. Um, I'm not sure. Governor said everything could open. I'm gonna look it up. They might have dialed that back because our cases were going up. Awesome. I was going to say, yeah, I think for our state, it's just AMC. Okay. Well, we'll see. With that I mean, being you know, said, each state in each area is different, so I, you know. Yeah. Well, well, my thing is, with that being said, it's kind of um, annoying. Like, what's the reason for this? So, like, if if people can't go into a theater and see it, you just don't want anyone to see it. Like, when do you want to squeeze as much money out of it as possible? So, like, hey, if uh, the theaters are closed, at least they can go to a drive-in and see our movie and, and we make money that way. But now they just don't want anyone to see it i get like that's so weird it's such a dumb rule and our drive-ins not playing it so any of them in our area i checked an hour away from us and still and it's weird i read an article about that when it first came out about what uh tenant was doing and like reading the article to me all i heard was yada 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 money and (laughs) (laughs) and to me it just it doesn't make any sense it if people, if there's an avenue for people to see this movie, why not give them that avenue to see the movie? Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. And I'm just like, I honestly, I don't want to sit in. First of all, movie theaters were disgusting before this. Yes. And look, I know what I'm going to be doing, but I don't trust everyone around me to do what they're supposed to be doing. Especially, you mean, you mean to tell me people aren't going to get popcorn and candy and stuff? You can't eat that with your mask on. Right. Well, it's just like the rule when you go to restaurants. You have to wear your mask to get in, but when you sit down at the table, you take your mask off to eat. And I don't go to restaurants. Right. Okay. Our movie theaters are open. Okay. So I wonder if, because none of the drive-ins are close to us, so I'm wondering if it's a defined area around movie theaters. Maybe. That's Or, I just, I don't know. Are you sure? Let me look it up. I read it, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll we can we can check the drivers, but yeah, that's what it said. If if it's not playing in an indoor theater, you can't watch it in an outdoor theater. So then that you say in that city, yeah, we I don't I don't know, so weird. <laughs> Hold on, I don't think you read that right. But I mean, yeah, either way, there is a restriction on drive-ins. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it. Let's do our drive-through. You're right. Says tenant will not play at drive-ins where movie theaters aren't open. So that city. So we should get it though. We should get it because our theaters are open. It also says select drive-in theaters. I don't Uh know. It seems like at a time like this, you would want it to play as many. Like you want it to be wide-reaching, right? Right, unless they have a, a on-demand going to come out in a month. Otherwise, you don't make your money back. And this movie is super expensive. Yeah. 
And if there's still theaters that's not open... So I wonder if the move is to try and get as many people to go to the... Like, people... Are are they banking on people wanting to see this movie so bad that they're gonna go to the theater regardless? Like they'll nothing they'll risk I it. See that bad. No, literally nothing. No, even if this was Avengers Endgame, I would I would wait till it comes out on DVD. Wait, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not risking my health. Um, I mean, we could just not be select drive-ins because we do live in a crappy state. So <laughs> okay, they might not select our drive-in. Because really, every like every time there was like special drive-in stuff, they have not been at our drive-ins. That's true. Yeah, New Mutants wasn't at our drive-in either. So even if we wanted to go watch that movie, which the review says isn't good, um, but even if we wanted to, oh, the reviews killed that movie. Yeah, which is murdered it. They said it's worse than Dark Phoenix, which is surprising. Oh my gosh. I was actually surprised by how bad they said New Mutants was. I I don't know. I guess I kind of had a hope because it was so different. Yeah. That it would, uh... <laughs> yeah, you would think. So, um, I don't know what that's going to mean for theaters in the future because I I don't foresee this going well. It, uh, I don't get and and not to be on a serious topic forever on the podcast. I know we're listed as a comedy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, I don't. I don't get how we <laughs> had to close the theaters when there were, you know, a few thousand cases, and now there are millions of cases and hundreds of thousands dead, and now we're well, like, no, it's up. okay. Yeah, like no, it's it's safe to go into a theater. More people are sick, but it's definitely safer than it was in April. Like I don't I don't understand the the thinking on that. There is some there is some logic issues, but I don't know. People are just I guess they're tired. So it is rather I want the man. Like forget like okay, AMC might be angry at you. But if people aren't going to go see your movie, and you're not going to make all your money overseas. There are big markets overseas, and you can make some money, but you need the American market, right? But here's here's my question. How bad do they need AMC? You know, if AMC throws a fit and says, we won't show your movie anymore, fine. Just show it at Simonmark and Atlas and whatever else. And then get, I'm saying that they should get people every avenue possible. So that way, if I want to go to the theater, I can. If I want to go to the drive-in, I can. If I want to on-demand it four weeks after the fact, I can. Who cares about AMC? We don't need you. Yeah, I, but I think AMC is the biggest theater chain that there is. But I'm saying, My does thing Warner is, Brothers need AMC? No, if they re- I guarantee if they release this on Hulu for pay, let's say $29, like when Mulan is, right? Right. If they released it on Hulu, twenty nine dollars paid for you to watch the movie, they would make money. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, forget AMC and them throwing their weight around. You ain't got no weight. Go somewhere. Like I feel like studios don't need you. No. And if everyone to follow that game, like all right, then fine. We can just hey, people can sit on their couches, watch their own TV, eat their own food, and be cool. I'm gonna tell you, Tenement. Tenant is going to be a good testament on whether or not people are willing to go to theaters. Like, they are, because Tenant will make money. All right, so this weekend, New Mutants made $8 million. But that's not a good thing, because we all knew that was going to be trash anyway. Yeah, yeah, right? we can't go by that. Tenant is... So, 
Tenet is going to make money next weekend. That is without a doubt. But how but much? Because think... it's an expensive movie, right? This needs to be close to a billion dollar movie. But this weekend? No, not this weekend. But you I know what I mean. Make... I said it made fifty million dollars this weekend. That's not a lot overall. I think that's a lot for where we live in right now. It is. Yeah, it's not worth it for. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be worth it for the studio. At the end of the day, whether in a pandemic or not, the studio needs to make that money back. So why the studio should allow every avenue possible. Yeah, exactly. Um. So if they only make if they're forcing the theater thing and they only make fifty million fifty million, yeah, um that weekend, it's still not good. It may be good for oh, it's good for the situation, but for the movie as a whole, it's still not good. This is gonna get released on demand fast. It has to. Because first of all, all theaters in the U.S. is not open. They're only operating at like half capacity. True, yeah, because the ones that are open cannot fill up, right? You're right. So I don't right, know. No. Unless they do an extended where it stays in the theaters for longer than normal. And then are the theaters, the theaters aren't extending their hours, are they? Do they have cut hours at the theater? They probably do no. for cleaning. It doesn't seem I like was going to say they probably do. Looking at the times on Fandango, it doesn't look like they do. Okay. Either way, that's still half the money. If they're at fifty percent capacity, and I don't think fifty percent capacity is enough social distancing, because every other chair is in six feet. No, so I mean, yeah, you have to put two to three spaces in it. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it does look like uh, there's a ton of movie times in our local theaters, so maybe that won't be an issue. We'll see what happens. I want to follow this and see how much money Tenant makes. And see if it's worth it. Because this could turn the tide. I know I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we've been talking about it personally on what's going to happen like with the future of movie theaters after this pandemic. Because the pandemic kind of sped up the death of movie theaters. Right. Um, and I, they're hurting right now, which is why they want to open. The studios don't actually need the theaters. It's oh, kind yeah. of the other way around. So um, I want to see what happens here. Because I think this is our first test to it. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I feel like this is a bad move on Warner Brothers' part. Your movie is so expensive. I don't know why you would limit people being able to see it. With that said, I mean, I know we live in a crappy city slash state. It's still we a major city. Able, we should be, major in quotation marks, we should still be able to get it. Because our theaters are open. So they should be playing at our local drive-in. Yeah, we'll check it out. Um, one last thing on that, I I think it's interesting the different takes they're doing. So Warner Brothers is forcing Tenet out in theaters. I'm guessing they're they're thinking this is the best way for them to make the money. And Disney went the other route, and they're saying it's only for Mulan, but you know it's a test, and they're releasing mm-hmm. Mulan on their streaming service. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which I think would have been very well if it wasn't so expensive. Yeah, but I mean, Mulan was another blockbuster. Not as big as Tenet, obviously, but it's a Disney remake. People are going to go watch it. Plus, Mulan is beloved by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, besides, their last two made a billion, didn't it? 
Yeah, even though they weren't good though. So maybe, but people could be tired though. Like the last two was trash. What makes this one yeah. even less trashier? Well, the way the ones before the last two good, we still went to go see. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just feel like I mean, yeah. but see, here's the thing: I have no desire to see Milan because I know it's gonna be bad. Well, after they came out and told us there won't be any singing, uh, yeah, excuse me, it's a Disney movie and no movie. Yeah, again, Eddie Murphy's alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Very true. How do you not get Mushu or Ming Na Wei? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, there was some huge misses on this. They're, I don't yeah. know what they doing. They don't know what they doing. Yeah, but um, I guess it's the, uh, a good take to see how the two—they're both coming out about the same time. See how yes. they stack up against each other. You think Disney gonna release those numbers though? I no, doubt no, it. no, they're not. No, they're not. We might get how many downloads they got. Only if they do well. Mm. It's still too expensive. I think Disney shot themselves in the foot with how expensive. With the twenty nine. Um yeah. they should have kept it at the nineteen ninety nine, like Trolls did. Yes. Nineteen ninety nine was where I could almost justify like, okay, fine. But if you only do family movies, I I don't think the twenty nine ninety nine is gonna hurt them. Yeah, but if I got a family, I don't want to spend thirty dollars on y'all. You would already spend if we were going to the theater. If I was taking my family to see Mulan in the theater, that it's thirty dollars base because there's three of us going. Right, the baby's not going. Sorry, Um, so (laughs) that's thirty dollars already. And then your kid doesn't cost ten dollars. Fine. Almost thirty dollars. What? See, you're not no, and your movies that. be more than ten dollars, depending on when you go. Why is your movies costing you more than ten? See, you want to be seeing the the XD one, man. Forget all that. No, sometimes the it's the only screen available. Nah. <laughs> um, and then you get food and stuff. It's like a seventy dollar trip. Sixty Why seventy dollars. Why are you eating trip. at the movie theater? You always eat at the movie theater. You do yeah. not. I don't it's eat nothing thing. at the movie It's theater. a thing that people do. That's why That's they sell money. food. What is, see, the problem is y'all spend too much money. No, it's just you. Everyone else does, too. <laughs> That's no, why they have it. It's only you. It, it's just you. you it's just you. So, therefore, I don't think they're going to lose that much when $29.99. I think people are like, man, that's high because they're not used to it. But when you compare it to what you would spend in the theater, it's cheaper. The problem is you're spending too much money at the theater. That's ridiculous. You it doesn't matter snacks. if we are. People are. Yes, it could be too much money. We agree. It's too much money spent at the theater. But people are already yeah. doing it. So it's not the point that it's too much. Maybe they shouldn't be doing it. Let's talk about this. <laughs> all right. Uh, Delinda's going to go on a campaign. <laughs> it is already done. You know what? For a country with no money, we sure do waste a lot of money. Yes. Like, what is this? That's not new news. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to go on a campaign to stop people from, from uh, spending so much money at the movie theaters. Shouldn't we? What, I mean, why are we buying snacks and popcorn and juice? You don't need none of that. Just go in there. You weren't hungry when you went in there. You fine. Do it. Start a hashtag. Hashtag no snacks. Yeah, you don't need no snacks. Y'all, y'all laughing, but this is this is real talk. I don't buy no snacks when I'm at the theater. That's a waste of money. It's part of the experience. No, 
And then and then you said no snacks and I'm taking a child. Better get that boy some cookies in the car and call it a day. You don't need no snacks. <laughs> Alright. You got snacks when you were a kid. Did we? Right. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. We did. Always bought us uh, popcorn and popcorn and stuff. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, you didn't when you went to the theater by yourself. I didn't either because we were cheap. (laughs) It's different when you're paying for other people. I got to disagree, guys, but okay. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to talk about some more Warner Brothers stuff here. Uh, The Flash movie, I think we mentioned it uh, last week, it's been confirmed that Ben Affleck will be returning as Batman in the Flash movie. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but Michael Keaton is also returning as Batman in the Flash movie. So this kind of solidifies uh, some of our theories. It's It's still just a theory, but it looks like the Flash movie is definitely going to be used to solidify Warner Brothers' movie slate probably and bringing um because it is flashpoint we know that much but that means this new batman could be brought into the the dc movie universe because of flash but is he in this flash movie um not clear at the moment it doesn't matter he doesn't have to be in it for it to do it batmans are in flashpoint or is that what it's called uh we don't know the name yet i think it's just the flash but Okay, well, comic book, right? How many Batmans is in that? I don't know, a bunch. It's it's multiple universes. They're all Batmans? But didn't they only really show one in the comic book? Even though it changed, like, it changed the Batman after it. Like, after Flashpoint, it was a different Batman. Yeah. I don't, I'm asking you guys, because I don't know. No, I'm saying, after Flashpoint, it was a different Batman. No, it was the, yeah. Yeah, after it was said and done, everyone's storyline changed in DC. Basically started over. Okay. So, is there a way to connect all of these, this new Batman movie, plus with all the old Batmans? Especially since Ben Affleck is going to be in it. Because what what you would do is you take... So you want to take the good elements. So you take the new Batman movie, you take the current Wonder Woman, the current Aquaman... And then you're saying, oh, the old Superman and the old Batman, they didn't make it into this new universe that was created because of Flashpoint. Okay. So it's kind of like it's a mixing of all the universes. Some make it, some don't. But at the end of the day, now it's only one universe. Okay. So I guess, I mean, they need to do it. They need to fix something if they're still doing this combined universe thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they're going to do, because we were saying last week, it's weird to have, like, we're fine with standalone movies, but it's weird for you to have a standalone movie adjacent to a connected universe. It's like, it's weird to have those two. It's like if Marvel came out with Captain America, but this isn't part of the MCU, Captain America movies, you know, like, what? (laughs) Well, especially because it's like, there's two Batmans now. Yeah. (laughs) so that's the the, yeah there's two batmans and now there's a joker which i guess is not connected to the batman movie yeah even though it looks like joker exists in that universe it does maybe i I don't know 
So, but it's a good way for them to start over, um, plus start telling standalone stories. Like, Wonder Woman's movie was very much a standalone story, so was Aquaman's. This Batman is going to be a standalone story. So they can kind of start their universe off right, the right way, without trying to force a, a teamed movie. You mean five years later, they're yeah, going to do it right? Yeah, because maybe they learned their lesson. <laughs> or like 20 years later. <laughs> So, I mean, it's still speculation at this point, but at the fact that you have two Batman, plus I think the guy who played Thomas Wayne in The Joker is in the movie, too. Is he? I think so. And okay. the Batman in Flashpoint, there was a Batman in Flashpoint, I forgot. Um, the Batman in Flashpoint is Thomas Wayne because Bruce died instead of him. And he's actually, he's kind of like, he doesn't have a no-kill rule, which they kind of ruined because the Batman we got didn't have a no-kill rule. But, you know, whatever. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, this comic book confuses me. Um, okay. Watch the cartoon movie. I think it's kind of the same. Um, okay. It is. Yeah, because... Yeah, you would better understand it if you would watch the cartoon movie. Okay. Um, it might it might be on Netflix. Yeah, uh, maybe we will review it. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Um, I can see if it's on the Netflix right now. Okay. Yeah, because I remember Thomas Wayne is Batman in the messed up universe he creates. Then he goes back and tries to change it to exactly the same, and it doesn't work. That's why it, you get the new universe out of it. Um. But in the messed up universe, like, uh, the Amazons take over the UK, Atlantis takes over Europe or something, and they're at war with the Amazons. Uh, Thomas Wayne is the survivor, so he becomes Batman, and uh, Bruce's mother becomes the Joker. It's, like, some crazy what? stuff. What? Yeah. Don't, this is some nonsense. They can put all of this into one movie? I'm not, no, I'm not saying that's going to be in this movie. I'm saying that was Flashpoint. In the comics. Oh, that sounds real messy. If you do it right, it can it can be fine. Mm, they already did okay. it on the CW. They didn't do Flash... Like, Flashpoint was alright in the CW. Yeah, it was. All of these things with Aquaman and the... No, because they didn't have said? the rights to Aquaman. They used the characters uh, they had. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I forgot... <laughs> It really didn't change the other shows, except for somebody who had a daughter now had a son or something like that. But they still did. Okay. Um, and people who didn't have powers had powers now. Like, you can do stuff like that and just mix it up. Okay. It might give them a clean slate. That's all I'm saying. No, I guess, I don't know. This just sounds, there's a lot going on. So. Yeah. We'll see. See what happens. Um, continue with Warner Brothers, because it seems like it's all the news I had. Uh, Suicide Squad. So, this is a rumor, I guess, but it's kind of, you can kind of see it in the, in the trailer that had come out for it. It seems like the villain is going to be Starro. And if you don't know what that is, if you remember that Batman Beyond, or was that a Justice League episode? Don't remember. No, it was Batman Beyond. When he goes... When he goes into... No, he's already in the future. When he meets the uh, Justice League and then Superman is bad because it has that starfish on his face. 
Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so that is Starro. Apparently, you can spot it for a split second. Um, some people that were knocked out had, like, starfishes on their face. And now it kind of makes more sense. If they're going to be fighting the Justice League, it might be because they're being controlled by Starro. Okay. Well, did we say that last week that, like, if they're fighting Justice League, then Justice League has to be bad for a reason? Yeah. Oh. And now it makes it more likely that they can win because you don't have to beat Superman. You just have to get the starfish off his face. So I think that's better. And it actually sounds like a better movie now that it, it seems like that's the villain. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then it would make sense on why they would get the Suicide Squad back together for that very reason. Yeah, because all your heroes are being controlled by crazy starfish aliens. Yeah. Okay. I I feel a little bit better about that. Not because I really like that episode. And um, was it Justice League? Batman was it Beyond. Batman Beyond it was Batman Beyond. I remember now. It was Batman, Batman Beyond episode. It was a two-part yeah, series. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because the only episode in Justice League that had Batman Beyond in it was the one where they said uh, Terry McGinnis was a Bruce Wayne clone. Right. That was that was. Yeah. Okay. That was the finale, really. Yeah, that was the finale of Justice League. Yeah. Which is interesting. I was like, huh? Yeah. Interesting. But I like it, though. I do. It makes sense why I he's do. Batman now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Now I'm looking forward to uh, Suicide Squad. Now we're going to be dealing with crazy, mind-controlling um, alien things. You know? Cool. I like it. Yeah. And if you, for some reason, had been controlled by a crazy, mind-controlling alien and all of a sudden wants to start a podcast... You can, and if you want, you can use Buzzsprout. That's what we use, and Buzzsprout is the easiest and best way to launch and promote your and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed with all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording, and I can say that is definitely true. So if you're looking to start a podcast because of your crazy mind-controlling alien thing, check out our affiliate link below where you can sign up for Buzzsprout yourself. With that being said, we'll go ahead and talk about our main topic, which is Jurassic Park. Yay. Yay. Yes, I know. Jurassic Park is so great. We watched it yesterday, and uh, (laughs) while we were watching it, we were nitpicking the movie, but, like, I was still enjoying it, like, all the way. It's a great movie. I mean, I I nitpick it because I'm like, seriously, what? And maybe not the movie itself, but the concept of Jurassic Park. Yeah. But it's not unrealistic, because yeah. I think people really are as stupid as Hammond and would try something like this. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, like, you know... They I doing mean, it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying it, and then it's just like, oh, DNA don't last 65 million years? Darn. No. But if it did, they'd be all up on that. I don't think DNA lasts a day in a mosquito. Like, come on. <laughs> I would say at least, I mean, like, okay, that would never happen. But at least it's like, oh, it seems like it could happen, so I'm not mad at it. Yeah, well, that's all you need to do in a movie, right? You need to make it seem plausible. Yeah. You know, which I think they do. 
Yeah, like um, Ocean's Eleven. Never get away with it, but since it seems like it could be done, I like it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can watch this movie anytime. I probably could watch it again um, if I wanted to. Like, it's excellent, excellent movie. So, um, I don't know. I think the actors in the movie all did well. Great acting choices. Well, Steven Spielberg said, like, he didn't want big movie stars because he felt like they would take away from the movie, but to have actors in it. Because it's like, most of what you do with the movie is, like, about how you're seeing the scene. And so you don't want to be looking like, I don't know, who's famous in 1990? I really don't know. (laughs) But let's say it was, like, Tom Cruise or something. Tom Cruise would distract you from everything else that's going on in the movie. Yeah, true. Oh, could you imagine, imagine Tom Cruise? Oh no! Why, why would you? Who would he be? He'd be doing that stupid run from the T Rex in Malcolm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, Joe Goldblum is just the perfect. Everyone in the movie was the perfect choice for this. Yeah. Yep. Boy Samuel. He probably could have been played by someone else, but everyone else was perfect. Yeah. Um, then uh, I think we'll probably talk about this a little later too. The use of practical effects. Yes. Um, yeah. It turned mm-hmm. out excellent. And that's why this movie stands up. Like, even in 2020, like a lot of it, you know, there's some CGI, which I think where they used it, they probably needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of a lot of the dinosaurs and stuff, it still looks really good because it was an actual live action thing, which, you know, movies need to continue to do that as much as you can. Only you CGI when you need to. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, that's right. That is exactly because especially when at that time where the technology wasn't there, and even when making this movie, they were like discovering a lot of new tech technology stuff. And so it's just the fact that they built you know what they could build i mean and i even think about this at time like but they built a life-size t-rex and i feel like today no one will bother to do that right and but i feel like for this movie it would have been all cgi oh yeah absolutely but i mean it it helps this movie so much because you have a movie that lasts for 25 years or whatever because they have like the perfect mixture of cgi and and practical effects right and just even then, I think Spielberg, what he does so well is just cinematography. Like, the way he shot things is just like when you see the T-Rex, you're in the car with the kids. Right. It's just, you're experiencing it as they are experiencing it. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you you really feel it. Like, you can really feel it. Um, even just the little effects, which I know they overuse now, but I, first time I saw it when I was a kid, um, just the T-Rex approaching you, you see the water shaking, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was like that anticipation, which he also did really good in Jaws, where it's like you know something is coming, but you can't see it yet. And I think that anticipation, because you figured at that point in the movie, you really hadn't seen too many dinosaurs. I don't think you really seen any outside of the Triceratops. Is that a Triceratops or a Stegosaurus? Whatever. A dinosaur. And but you know it was like laying down, not doing anything. So you you know okay, all right, 
this movie, people are going to get attacked by dinosaurs, but you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's just like you have the noise, you have the ripple effects, and you're like, oh, you know, it's coming. And I think it's just done perfectly. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, it definitely was done perfectly. Uh, scenery looks great. Like, choosing to put it on an island and stuff. Although, Lost World, putting it in the city, that was still pretty good. But, um, you know, just, I think, you know, Spielberg knocked it out of the park with it. Oh, absolutely. He's, I, he knows how to direct a movie. Yeah, yeah he does. And he figured at this time he was also doing Schindler's List, which is two very different movies. Yeah. Was he doing, he was doing Schindler's List at the same time? Yeah, well, this was like wrapping up. So, like, this was in post production while he was filming Schindler's List. Oh, okay. And then there was like a lot of back, because I think they filmed Schindler's List in Paris, or not Paris, France, or something like that. And, you know, the internet wasn't a huge thing. So, it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to do it from far away. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Well, um, yeah. I I don't know, like, what else to say about it. <laughs> uh, huh? And like, besides how great it is, yeah, it's still the best Jurassic Park movie after all of this time. Yeah, out of the five yeah. that we have. Yeah. It's yeah, still the best. it's still the best. And like it's even though Jurassic World was good, I was like kind of disappointed that it wasn't as good as the first one because you figured, okay, in 2015 we have all the technology, we have all of this, and it just did not capture that. It did, and now I I, that it was, was more so of the story of Jurassic World that kind of made it uh, worse than Jurassic Park. What, like because they created a dinosaur? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, I see. I can kind of see why they went that route, and they kind of mentioned in the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you're gonna do. Like, why would why would anyone go back <laughs> to this island and be attacked by you know dinosaurs? Um, and in the movie, it was because you know, like, okay, after a while, things get normalized, right? Okay, yeah, there's a T Rex there. I've seen it. Type of deal. And that is kind of the society we live in. So I, I get it in the context of that movie. Um, I agree with Delinda in that, like, they just didn't capture the awe, I guess you should say, of the that's, first movie. Yeah, that's the word for it. Yeah. Um, but I, I like Jurassic World. And that <laughs> was the only, that was what, the third movie in the franchise? It, it was Jurassic Park, Lost World, and then Jurassic World, right? No, no, no! You forgot. Are you? We just gonna cut out Jurassic Park three? What? There wasn't. There wasn't a Jurassic Park three. <laughs> that definitely didn't exist. <laughs> okay. Talk about a stupid story. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And there, there definitely wasn't a fifth movie in the franchise that didn't oh. exist either. No, you want to talk about skipping a movie? Go ahead and. Skip that. Yeah. So yeah, this is still the best movie in the franchise, um, and I don't think they're gonna beat it. Why not? Because you just—it's the—it's the story that kind of captures it. It's just, and then also I think there's also something about seeing a movie when you're young. True. 
and it just kind of like sits sits with you. So I think Jurassic Park also has that benefit too. Yeah, apparently, yeah, I was, we were really young when it came out. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't see it when it first came out because I was I three when it got you released. Twister. <laughs> I, I saw Twister in the theaters. I don't know about y'all. I, I'm talking about Darren. He couldn't even oh, watch no. Twister. So you know they weren't going to let him watch Jurassic Park. Well, I, I did watch Jurassic Park, and it scared me. But I didn't mention to anybody that it scared me because it was an awesome I movie. I saw Jurassic Park, but it was not with our family. Because <laughs> they probably would have been like, no. Yeah. But yeah, I was three when Jurassic Park came out, which I don't, I'm surprised it's that old. 93? I was like, I thought it came out before then. It doesn't because seem it like a 93 so well. movie. Yeah. It Not does. before then, after that. But yeah. Yeah. Like, if you told me 97, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. But wow. Yeah. So, yeah, excellent movie. So, Delinda, did you pick yes. up some extra stuff on Jurassic Park? Oh, I have so much stuff. Okay. Let's start with casting. There's not a whole lot, but some I found interesting. Okay. Harrison Ford turned on the role of Alan Grant. Hmm. I'm fine with that. I think he would have played it well, but it would have been too similar to... um... Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I'm thinking, like, yeah, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford would be okay in that role. Yeah, he said he didn't think the role was right for him, and... He still agrees with that decision. I mean, it's not like he hurting for money, so. True. Right. I mean, the guy's been in, what, three major franchises? Yeah. Is it three or two? Whatever. Doesn't matter. He got that paper, so he's okay. Um, Sean Connery turned on the roll for John Hammond. I can see mm-hmm. that also. That would have worked. That, that would have worked. worked. I don't know. Can he be as eccentric as the uh, actor we got? He's always kind of serious. But then maybe he yeah, has more. He has a dry humor, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Hammond fits better with this eccentric guy, um, oblivious to everything, you know? I don't know but Sean Connery. If Sean Connery, maybe we get the Hammond from the novel. Yeah. Because the hammer from the novel is kind of like a crazy yeah. Walt Disney. Like, just, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, obviously, Richard Attenborough did great. And I think that was his first movie he'd been in in 14 years. So, really? They brought the boy out of retirement for it. Interesting. Wow. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that would have been a, a good choice, but uh, I'd like, like who we got as Hammond. All right. So, people who screen tested but not get the role of Ellie Sattler, Sandra Bullock, Gwyneth Paltrow, Julianne Moore, who ended up being in Lost World, Helen Hunt, and Terry Hatcher. Hmm. Those are some interesting it's, choices. It's interesting. Because at this time, Gwyneth Paltrow would have been the most famous one, maybe? No, no, yeah. no, no, she wasn't. Oh. No, she wasn't famous at that point. She wasn't famous. Because I was thinking of her and talent, the talented Mr. Ripley, but that was 96, I think. Okay. I think she would have worked. I think... Uh, Can you see her Sandra as a paleontologist? Bullock? 
I don't know. Can you see uh, Can you see her as anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, she's a good actress, though. I think Sandra Bullock would have worked. I think Sandra Bullock would have worked. Maybe. But see, I mean, I don't know. I picture Sandra Bullock, and I picture like, her and other stuff, and then I'm like, I can see it. I can see it. I'm not mad at that. And they offer the role to Robin Wright. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering who that is, she is, and she's in House of Cars, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I can see that also. Yeah. These weren't yeah. bad choices. No, no, not at all. Except for Terry Hatcher, I don't know about that. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't I don't know about I don't know about that. But she was she was starting to be famous at that time though. Really? Where is he? They're doing what? Yeah. I don't know. She was like in small stuff. And then, you know, the new adventures of Lois and Clark came out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wasn't that like 96 or 5, 95? That was like 95, 96. Yeah. And then she did um, Tomorrow Never Dies. And then she was in doom, Desperate doom, doom, right? doom, doom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh yeah okay (laughs) okay now this is the only one where I'm just like absolutely no 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 apparently Jim Carrey was considered for N Malcolm no no I hope that's like an internet lie no that's not true is this serious see you got to look at Jim Carrey two different ways so like is this serious enough of a role where he will be serious Jim Carrey or would we just get Jim Carrey Jim Carrey see that's what I'm saying and at that time we didn't have a serious Jim Carrey was he coming off of In Living Color Uh, probably I want to say yeah yeah yeah. I don't know like that's what I'm saying like if you're getting him it better be a very serious role or a very silly role. Don't be giving me anything in between because then he's gonna go very silly and it's not gonna fit. Yeah, so I don't I don't yeah, I don't see it. It would not fit at all. It wouldn't fit at all. No. And like I like Jim Carrey, but not. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I, I feel like that's a horrible choice. But yeah, so that was the last thing I have for casting. I think they got the perfect cast. Some of these people they mentioned is not bad, but I think who they have is a lot better. Okay. All right, that, All right. that sounds good. Casting, uh, you know, what we got was what we needed. It's good casting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Are we ready for a random movie facts? Yes, indeedy. Yes. Right, random movie facts. Okay, I'm sorry. I was like typing while I was trying to think. Okay, so this at the time broke box office records with a 47 million dollar opening, which is 82 million dollars for our time. If you were guys were wondering, that's pretty good. I would say for a movie like this. Yeah, 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 uh huh. It made over just over a billion dollars. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Let's stop for a second. Inflation from 20 years ago. Yes. Or is that 20 years ago? Oh, I guess it's more than 20. Inflation from 27 years ago is doubled? Apparently, yeah. yes. A little less than doubled. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. 
All right, it made just over a billion dollars worldwide, and at the time, it held the record for the highest-grossing film until Titanic came out in 1997. Hmm. Wait, it made a billion in 93? That's what the internet said. Adjusted for inflation (laughs) or just a billion? No, 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 that's before inflation. Yo, wow. Okay. Yeah. Kill it. Well, the one guy said, like, he, you know, after it comes out. Yeah, because when Titanic came out, they that's what they were talking about. Like, Titanic was breaking all the Jurassic Park records. And it's not as good of a movie. I was going to say, like, who can sit and watch Titanic? It's a three hour movie, and the action don't happen to the end. And yeah, I was gonna say, and it's boring. Look, I, if you're a Titanic lover out there, people I'm were sorry. Going, to see, going back to see Titanic, like people watched it and then went back and watched it again. I'm pretty sure and the I acting did. was good in Titanic, but it was boring. It was boring. It's a boring movie. Yeah, we were also kids too. As okay, well. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's a Titanic esque movie that I would go see today. I don't, I don't think there's one. A three-hour romance film? Because that's basically what it is. Yeah, nah, see? Nope. And Only... then you know how it ends. Yeah, they die. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can be angry because she threw him in the ocean. <laughs> like, I'll never let go, Jack, but she right. showed up left in the ocean, though. I don't care. That door, both of them could fit on there. Yeah, there was yeah. enough room for them on that door. Yeah, it was enough. It was enough room. You just let my dude die. Doors are like what six feet seven inches. There's enough room for two people. Maybe they were saying it would sink if both of them were on there. Man, bye. Balance it out. One person on one end, one person on the other end. It's not like one of them was, you know, hefty and the other one wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> they like weighed the same. Uh, I'll be so angry. Uh, yeah. did all of that, and then she just let him die. Horrible. Spoiler for Titanic if you ain't Oh, seen yeah, it. yeah. In case you haven't seen <laughs> Titanic, they die and the boat sinks. <laughs> yeah, the boat sinks. I'm thinking about an iceberg being the villain. <laughs> right? Is the iceberg the villain or is the dumb captain the villain? Well, no, her boyfriend or fiance is the villain. Oh, um, yeah. That, that guy who's like pushing women out the way. <laughs> 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 Jurassic Park slash our review of Titanic. Hi, Dan. That would have been you pushing people out of the way. Yep. Like I don't know you. Huh? I don't know you. I don't know you. No. That's that's, cool. that's cool. Remind me not to be on a a boat with you in the Arctic. With Dan. Yeah. Well, well, Darren, Darren, you're not you're not women or children. So. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> that's worse though. <laughs> it's not better. I gotta be like, get out my way, get out my way, get on my way. Then I get to you, I'm like, ah, man, I gotta wait for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was your other movie facts? Okay, so back to money. Steven Spielberg made $250 million off of this movie. Fair enough. Which, I don't know if it's still, but it was the highest sum anyone has ever made off of a movie. What do you do after That's that? That's insane. Can someone, like, you, you hear all wow. these people getting all these millions and stuff. Can someone give me $200,000? Just 
It won't even hurt you. You got $250 million off of a movie that came out in 93. Um, $200,000. I'll be good. That's all I need. Dude, I would just like two fifty off of one movie. Sheesh. Like, ugh. that's a lot. But well deserved. It was a good movie. He I did mean, a good job. He did a great job. But I'm just like, dude. If I was something, I'd be like, I'm done. Like this dude got paid for days for this. On the movies he made since then, though, so he, he, he still racking them up. That's what I'm saying. Dude is racking in that paper, but Three. did he do Indiana Jones? Three. Uh yeah, that was Spielberg, or was that Sp- that was Spielberg? Yeah. Yeah, so nah, this dude's cool. He ain't hurting for nothing. Yeah, but anyways, dude and Jaws, right? And Jaws. Yeah, and Jaws. Did he win an Oscar for Schindler's List? I felt like he did. Yeah. Or he did he just get nominated? I won the yes. Wow. That was well, good. That's yeah. So anyways, yeah, he he made out. Um. Yeah, so apparently um, Universal paid Michael Crichton If you didn't know, he's the author of the Jurassic Park book That Mm -hmm. came out in 1990 They paid him $2 million for the rights to the book Before the book was even published They believed that the book would be such a hit That it would make for an outstanding movie So they bought the rights before that Did they read the book before it was published? It wasn't finished (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's some real faith. <laughs> that's that's some real faith. Oh God, that must say the notebook. Yeah, and, and this came out in in nineteen ninety, so they like bought the rights and like started making this movie. Well, I guess you know, back in nineteen ninety, you know, books were kind of everything. Nowadays, it's like it's different. But yeah, people should read more. Well, yeah. it was also Tom Clancy, though. He writes. It was good not. Books. It was Tom Michael Clancy. Crichton. What are you Michael talking about? Crichton. Tom oh, Classic right. is a different series. My bad. Tom Classic. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that, was, that was so random. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they're like the concept, because even if you get the rights to it, um, you know, they can change the story drastically in a movie. So maybe they're like, oh, the concept of opening a park with real dinosaurs, that is good for a movie. And I kind of get them on that. But Michael Crichton was heavily involved, so they weren't about to change this up too much, even though they changed a lot. But it still, I guess, holds the essence of it. Yeah, it does. Michael Crichton believed that they only kept about 20% of the book. I say that's about a fair estimate. There's a lot in the book that's not in the movies. Yeah. The book is really good. If you haven't read it, read Jurassic Park. It's good. Yeah. Very good book. Very good book. I will try. (laughs) You should. I just say like if you okay. want like all action, just skip over the how they make the dinosaur part not important. Look, yeah, right. that that that's a drag. It that is, part. and it's long. <laughs> By the time my son's in the fifth grade, and be like, look, it's time for three hundred page books. <laughs> Let's sit and read. <laughs> I'm not sure how old I was when I read Jurassic Park. I don't know. I was twelve, maybe. I don't know, but I'm a reader though, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a reader. Yeah, we used to read all the time. I definitely read. Okay, so I was in ninth grade. So I was, I was uh, four, 13, 14. Um, I read Great Expectations. Hate that book. Cujo, which that was crazy. Yeah. Um, Firestar. That was great. That was a good book. Yeah. 
So, Fahrenheit 451? That's a good book. Not long, but that's a good book. It's not like I did read Fahrenheit 451. I feel like that was before high school. Was it? You read that in middle school? Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember now. Yeah. I read, yeah. They, you know, they made us read books in high school. And, I mean, I picked the long books because then I only had to read, like, one book for the... <laughs> oh, for the quarter, the accelerated reader. Yeah, and then, yeah. 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 Well, because you got points for the book, and people were like reading at a, a fourth grade level, <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And so I tested, I I tested, and I could read the bigger books. So I'm like, well, Great Expectations is worth all the points for the semester. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. You take a test, they give you your reading level, and then they say, like, you got to read X amount of books in this category. Or you can read two really big books. I think I read, like, The Green Mile. Oh, I read that, too. Green Mile was good. Yeah. That was one of my favorite books, The Green Mile. Yeah. Nah, my favorite book is A Time to Kill. I cannot relate. Yeah, dude. I remember it. Look, if you can get into Great Expectations, then you're good as a reader. Because I was definitely uh, into the book. You got into the Great Expectations? Yeah. I did not oh, like that book. That book is I a drag, and the movie is worse. Yeah, I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. But I remember I had my little reading spot under the fish tank in our living room. That's reading spot. <laughs> yep. And, man, I just sat wow. down with that. I read it in a hey, few days. You know days. how bad it is? You know how bad it is? Like, you know them comics that be in the newspapers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like them little, them little quick ones that be having them little jokes. Whenever I get to one of them comments with like the large, the long paragraphs, like yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm not reading that." <laughs> <laughs> Even quick and simple, man. Like what? What I need is a comic, man. What I need a big paragraph in here explaining what's going on in the picture. I can see the picture. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not reading that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I wrote that wasted the time with me. So I'm not reading all that. That's how bad of a reader I am. Like, I, got, I hate reading. Maybe 3D uh, Rivals should review a novel one of these days. We should. Can it be a time to kill? Like, I'm gonna miss that episode. <laughs> 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 All right. No, I try to. I would try. Like, I, I seriously try. But, like, my my attention span for, like, reading <laughs> without pictures. <laughs> what? You gotta use your... Did you have an imagination as a child? <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got a crazy imagination. That's why I, I am the way I am today. But, uh, so, uh, like, you're reading, you like create reading, the reading the picture in your mind. Page. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. I did that. But it's like a black and white page, man. It just, in my mind, it's just like, ugh, boring. To me, reading a book is like watching a movie in your head. It is. I'm trying to think of a good book That's, that he could read that would keep his attention from the beginning to end. Nightfall. Well, I read I read the Watchmen. Yeah. I read the Watchmen go to Birmingham. That was real good. The who the what? Watchmen go to Birmingham. Y'all never read that? No. Oh. Really? No. It was one of them. Uh, what's it called? The award winning books with that gold thing on the. Floor. No, I remember that. <laughs> like to kill a mockingbird or something. Yeah, like that, like that. But it was different. It was like a black family that went down to the south, and they had to deal with like you know racism and stuff. I was like, this sounds bad already. Yeah. No, that was the I book mean, was well, about it was from cool. the name. It was, it was cool though, like it was it was in like more so modern times, but it was still like some racism going on down in the south that they had hey. to deal with. But yeah, it was cool though. I read I read uh, Coffer Boy, which was about apartheid Africa, South Africa, 
Yeah, I read that. Too. Ooh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I read that. I read Uncle Tom Cabin. Oh, okay. I know, right? Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. Don't know. Well, I, I had, was that? Yeah, I had to read that in college. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> going back to Jurassic Park before we go on <laughs> any further down the book reading road. <laughs> <laughs> what books are good uh any any other stuff you got there delinda yeah all right so james cameron wanted to direct the movie but said that universal beat him to buying out the rights by only a few hours his words in quotation marks um his version would have been different uh, yeah um he said think alien with dinosaurs which i'm not bad at though okay all do... right yeah I do feel, and I don't know if I sound like a crazy person, I do wish them, I want the movie to be more like the book because the book was more violent. I didn't graphic. want to say violent, but yes. The book is more violent. I was going to go with graphic. That's, yeah. that's a nicer word for violent, yes. Um. <laughs> so you, you, you wanted more violence and you know, mm. graphic mm. Well, blood and gore. In a way, because it's not like it was like unfounded. It fits the story well. And I'm just like, oh man, Jurassic Park would be even better if this scene from the book was in it. You know? Yeah. Although, at the same time, if it was, then I, as a little kid, probably not would, would not have been able to see it. So it's kind of a trade-off. No, you wouldn't have been able to see it. Right. It was, so it was I, good enough, but I think, I feel like a... Um, because when you, when you say James Cameron, see, modern day makes me think Avatar, and I was like, nah, but I forgot about Alien, yeah. And, And, um, didn't he do Judgment Day? Yeah. Oh, T2, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Alright, so, and this was around that time, so this might have been good, especially if you got Alien-esque Jurassic Park. Yeah, now this is where, this is where he fails. Okay. See, we're all on board for James Cameron's Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. And then we're just going to rip it away. So, he was going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Grant. All right. Nope. Nope. Oh, no. no. You can stop right there. You can stop right there. You didn't let me finish the rest. <laughs> no. What's like Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. No, we were talking about we can't believe uh, other people as uh, well, Harrison Ford as Grant. Yeah. I definitely yeah. can't see Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, wouldn't it just be Predator all over again? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah but with dinosaurs. Yeah, was he going to snap a dinosaur's neck? You can see. Like, you can <laughs> see the dinosaur. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What are you going to yeah, and then Bill Paxton as Michael? Nope. Yeah, no. I could see it, but no, I don't no. like it. Jeff Goldblum was perfect for Malcolm. Absolutely. Yep, he brought his... What, what Malcolm was supposed to be, his psychotic and chaotic. And he, he played that perfectly. I don't, yeah. I don't really see anybody else being able to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then Charleston Heston as Hammond. I see, I only know Charleston Heston from the Ten Commandments. And I know he's been in a bunch of stuff, but I've only seen him in the Ten Commandments. In the Planet of the Apes. The original? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, no. So I'm like, I know he's been in a ton of stuff, but I haven't seen him in anything else. So I'm going to have to say no to that, too. 
So then I was all on board, and then he ruined it by his actor choices. Yeah. Those actor choices are definitely yeah, bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Definitely killed it. Yeah. Sorry, James. Definitely. No, yeah, no, we're good. Uh, we're glad we got Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he needs that. So, Spielberg was actually in the early productions of a ER movie. Right. When he heard about Crichton, which was also a book by Crichton, which I'm like, seriously? But anyways, when he heard about Crichton writing the Jurassic Park book, so basically he dumped ER and was like, I'd rather make Jurassic Park. And yeah. so that's what happened. I agree and, but with this. he did help develop ER into a TV show and not a movie, which if you guys don't know, ER became super successful and basically was what Grey's Anatomy was before Grey's Anatomy was a thing. Right. Yeah, and also, yeah, it gave you George really? Clooney. Gave you George Clooney. And Ming Nawe. Like All right, okay, hold on, y'all can't detect the sarcasm in my voice. I know that. I, mean, I thought you were being sarcastic. I just want to make sure. No, nope, I missed it. I definitely missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe ER came out what a year after Jurassic Park. So, okay. I don't know how that would have been a movie though. I don't. It doesn't how sound interesting a as a movie. That's weird. I don't even know how it's a book. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, wow. But yeah, so yeah, that, apparently instead of getting ER, we got Jurassic Park. I'm not mad at it. Um, although I do like ER, though. Alright, yeah. this was the first movie to use DTS surround sound. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It's it's weird. There's a lot of firsts in this movie where it just now just seems like something standard. Where at the time it was like, we don't know, we can do this. So weird. And then it's like something that's like, what, 27 years ago? It doesn't seem a lot has changed in 27 years. I'm sure a lot has. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> technology was a ton has changed. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Even just between the Jurassic Park movies, you can tell. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, because yeah. I don't know, did we mention on the podcast, uh, like, how they shot The Mandalorian and how that definitely would change the oh, movies yeah. in the future? Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff that's. That has uh, made a come up. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff in this that was maybe ambitious for its time, and actually because this was successful, that made um, them believe like, oh, we can shoot the prequels to the Star Wars movie. Like, oh, technology does exist, so now we can do the prequels. Which I wish you guys hadn't done the prequels, mm, but yeah. they did. They but this is why. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean what? Well, what do you mean? I thought Star Wars only came out in the seventies. Yep, that's exactly when they started. There's only three. And and the first <laughs> one they came out with in modern times. <laughs> okay. So this movie only has like fifty like dinosaur CGI dinosaur moments, which at that time was unprecedented. Um so they did a lot of things with practical effects because at the time using CGI just wasn't something that 
was around a lot. And actually, I'm going to get to later, I'm going to mention it was just like, they wasn't even sure if they could pull it off. I'm be honest, I didn't even notice 50. Yeah. Which, I mean, you say 50, and how many is he... Yeah. Like 50 instances, or like 50 animals? Like 50 instances. Okay. Hmm. Now we have... Yeah, now we have like 80,000. Yeah. (laughs) The whole movie was CGI. (laughs) Looking at you, Lion King. Why why did they make a live-action Lion... Oh, okay, never mind. Good. Okay. (laughs) Like, that was a serious jump. You (laughs) would've... Yeah. <laughs> so the dinosaurs only appear in 15 minutes of the movie. In a two hour movie, they only show up in 15 minutes of it. Hmm. Really? Interesting, right? Really? That's it. Seems like there was a lot oh, more dinosaurs. Because the scenes you get is so great, but you they're like, they're packed in, right? So you have the scene with the Triceratops, that's what, five minutes? Mm-hmm. Then you have the T-Rex attacking the Jeep. The T-Rex and the Gallimimus, or whatever you call those things. Gallimimus? Gallimimus. Was that the real name, or were they just coming up with some names? No, no, that's the real name. name. Ronosaurus doesn't oh, okay. exist. I think that's the only thing they made up. Didn't they? No, a Brachiosaurus. Wait, wait. Speaking of Brachiosaurus. that, yeah. speaking, yes. of that, speaking of that, though, remember when they was in the tree, and uh, he had had like a leaf and it was pulling against the yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there ain't no way that you strong enough to pull against no daggone dinosaur. Oh yeah. Like, he got out the tree. I'm like, he yanked you yeah, he would let you clear out clear out the tree. I'm like, that wasn't realistic. That and then stepped on you. <laughs> Why you yeah, right? stepped on? <laughs> 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 Hey, all right. Do y'all now mistakes have been made with fossils? Do y'all think the T Rex arms is a, a mistake? <laughs> like those aren't actually its arms. Oh, the little baby arms. Yeah, <laughs> that does bother me. That bothers me a lot. No, because it seems to fit. They've mixed up fossils maybe, before. Maybe they were a little bit longer, but I don't. I can't see them being like fully functioning arms. Right, because it's a it's a. What do you call the animals that sound like a bipod? Is that what we call those things that stand on two legs? Biped? Yeah, whatever. Same thing. So, generally, <laughs> animals that are that, their arms are smaller. A little bit. Maybe they're not that small. They're not. They're usable. Can the T-Rex <laughs> use it? No, oh, he can't even clap. He can't even clap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like they're, they're basically just there for the heck of it. Mm. All right. They don't need their arms. All right, Delinda, continue with your. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we can go back to CGI for a moment. So originally, so they did use animatronics, which means they did built like dinosaur robots or whatever. Not really robots, but like guys pressing buttons and trolling things to get that dinosaurs to move. But for like when the dinosaurs were running and stuff, they were going to use stop motion animation. Which is horrible. Very Glad horrible. You didn't do that. But at the time, that's what they had. And then I, ILM, which stands, which is Industrial Light and Magic, said like, "Yo, we can do this in CGI." And they had just came off from doing Terminator Two, and Spielberg wasn't convinced that he's like, "I don't know about this computer stuff." And <laughs> and so he's like, "Show me." And so at the time, ILM has never done CGI living creatures. 
So mm-hmm. even they, they tell them, like, yeah, we can do it, but they really hadn't done it before. And so the scene they showed him was the Gallimimus running in the field. And so he liked it so much, he's like, yo, this is what we're doing. And we just sad because the, the stop motion guys had actually been hired and they were already started working. And then he was just like, y'all can kick rocks. No, he didn't fire them. They got another position. But It um, would have been bad, though. It would have been so bad. It, it would have been, been terrible. Stop motion animation been, is, like, the worst. Ever. Like, it's good in some, in, like, so for obvious. some instances. But, like, for a live action movie like this, so I don't obvious. think that would have been good. No, it wouldn't have so been good. Though. But I think just to consider at the time, that's the only way they knew how to do it. And only just for ILM to say, hey, we think we can do it. And if it is the first time for them to ever do it, and I would say, like, just absolutely nail it, it's kind of cool. Definitely. Definitely. So, they built... It definitely worked out. Oh, no, it did. It did. Which which I'm glad they did, because otherwise Jurassic Park would not be the classic that it is. It would have been trash. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Jurassic trash. (laughs) (laughs) So they built a life-size T-Rex that weighed over 10,000 pounds. And like for... um, (laughs) So, and then they used like the little army things to get it to move, for it to breathe, to blink its eyes and move its... It's like really detailed. I'm like, y'all went all out for this. So, but here's here's the thing. It was not designed to get wet. Mm. And Steve Spielberg is like, it's raining and we need water, water, water. And they're like, yo, this thing can't get wet, though. He's like, no, 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 it's raining. So, anyways, the dinosaur started, because it's, like, built out of, like, foam and, you know, rubber or whatever. It started soaking up all the water, which was causing the machine to malfunction. And so what happens is that it started moving on its own. So you'll be like, you know, yada, 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 mind your own business. And then the dinosaur will start moving. Mm-mm. And it started to freak people out. Oh, and so in between nope. takes, they had to, like, go in and <laughs> drive the, <laughs> try to uh, dry the dinosaur off because they couldn't get it to work right because it was so much water. Yeah, nah, yeah. man. Like, even even knowing it's a machine, I'm like, no, I'm not going for that. Right? <laughs> I can't be eating my lunch and this thing start moving. Yeah, I'm like, no. Nah. Nah, buddy. <laughs> Movies becoming too real. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Lord Dern did say, like, you know the scene where she's turning the power back on and the raptor, mm-hmm. like, comes out? She's like, that really did scare her because she's like, oh, I think we did it. And they really did shoot, like, the little robotic raptor out at her. And she's like, yeah, she no. You didn't know it was coming? Um, I don't know. Maybe she didn't know how it was going to be because a lot of times they didn't see the dinosaur before. So oh, you shoot your singing, and then it's like, hey, hey, dinosaur. And they were saying, like, because it looked so real. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I it think your initial ra- reaction real. would be to be scared. That makes sense. I, I think so. Okay, so. Even if a machine, man, you don't even know what a machine going to do. Yeah. Well, I've been scared. Yeah. So <laughs> Spielberg came up with the idea for the, uh, the glass waters to be vibrating on the car dashboard. So he's like, you know, he tells his crew, yo, 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 put that in the movie. Only thing is, they didn't know how to do it. And so, you know, he's asking, like, so how's it coming along? They're like, oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. But they really hadn't come up with an idea. Liars. Little liars. Yeah. And so eventually, after doing just about everything they could think of, 
It's a it's a guitar string underneath the dark dashboard, and that is how they get the ripple effect. The impact trimmer. That is how they do it. Yep. Play a guitar string and get the vibrations through it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, smart idea. Yeah, smart. I mean, played off for you. You know, you lying to your boss, but eh, they made it work. <laughs> um. <laughs> Scientists believe that the T-Rex can run up to 50 miles per hour, but the model they oh, built no. can only run up to 25 miles an hour, so they like just go with it. So otherwise, they'd have been so dead in that Jeep. Yeah, like 50, a big, really? I'm like an apex predator, man. Like that thing that big, and it can run 50 miles an hour? Come on now. Wait, that was an actual what, what model, Chase? What, what do you do? Yeah, part of some of it was CGI, but part of it was the model, too. But they can only get it to move up to 25 miles an hour. Which is still pretty good for a giant machine. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. All right. So, so in the book, this all takes place, well, I guess in the movie too, all takes place in Costa Rica. They originally were going to shoot in Costa Rica, but there was issues with, you know, roadways and stuff to get to the shooting site. So they just shot in Hawaii. All right, I said all oh, that to say that Hawaii got hit with a Category 5 hurricane. And so the shots in the movie where they're showing, like, the water against splashing against the coast or whatever, that is actually shots of the hurricane that they had to sit through while filming the movie. Is that why they put a hurricane into the movie? That was a good idea to get that in there. Maybe that is why they put a hurricane in the movie. I don't know. Yeah, because there was a lot of flooding going on throughout the movie. Like, once that storm did. Yeah. And then Big Pat Dennis had to try to get away. Yeah. yeah. But on, well, also in that scene, so Steven Spielberg wanted more water. And it was like, no, dude, there's enough water. He's like, no, it needs more water. <laughs> and also, the one of the reasons we don't see the Dilophosaurus move is because they couldn't get the, the, the thing to work right. So they just built a trench and like sat it down in there. But he, it was supposed to be moving just like all the other dinosaurs, but they couldn't get it to work right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Spielberg still Good believes guy, this thing needed more water. What, what did oh, you mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like a ton of water to me. But... I know. <laughs> Jeez. A water fetish. <laughs> oh, but let's go back to the hurricane for one second. So the hurricane did destroy some of their sets. And actually, Samuel L. Jackson was going to get a scene where we saw how his character died. But the hurricane destroyed the set, and so they just cut it out the movie. Mm. Disappointing. There was arm in there. <laughs> yes. Hey, what about that, though? Like, like, okay, you're getting chased by a raptor, and then all of a sudden his arm gets down on you. Like, oh, yeah, you'll protect me from the raptor. Why did she calm down all of a sudden after that? Like, everything's over. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it's it. all over now. <laughs> What's up? It's not over yet. Like, you can get eaten just as much as you can get eaten. Yeah, there's still a raptor on the other side of that fence. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. That's true. But, you know, well, I digress. I digress. Okay. So the sound of the T-Rex footsteps was made from recording the sound of trees falling. Hmm. So that is what trees sound like when they get cut down. Interesting. Oh, so that's the answer to that question. Yeah. A tree falls in the forest. No, that question is dumb. <laughs> it's real dumb. Yeah. You can get philosophical all you want. 
Sound is a pressure wave. If something <laughs> makes a pressure wave, then yes, it makes a sound. You don't have to be there to hear it. That's the answer to that question. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I always thought. I'm like, yeah, there's a sound, and just nobody heard it. You know, too far away from it. But there was a sound. It wasn't complete silence. Are, are we on, done I'll... with this? Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't get the I question. Is it logical? Know. I don't know. I, I, I do like the rant. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Is that seriously a question? Because, you know, people like to get philosophical. Like, oh, no, man, you know what I'm saying? If, if it's light in the room and ain't nobody there to, heat, to see it, it ain't no light for real. Yeah, like, no, I think the light, light is there. <laughs> Our world doesn't only exist where we are. Right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It was Duff Goldblum's idea for Anamakam to do something to distract the T-Rex so the other people can get away. In the script, he was supposed to run away scared, similar to the lawyer. I feel like that doesn't fit with the character, though. I know, right? Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer was a coward from the beginning. Right, yeah. though? He didn't seem yeah. like he was cowardly in there in the, before that part of the movie. Yeah, so I mean that's why Jeff Goldblum was like, nah, this this guy wouldn't do that. So that's how he ended up getting changed. Um, the Raptors in the kitchen scene, which is also like one of the best scenes ever. Definitely. So part of that was guys dressed up in raptor suits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know why that's so funny. It's just I just imagine if someone in a raptor suit. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we couldn't see or nothing. I'm like, yeah. I bet. (laughs) Some of it was CGI, but some of it was guy guy in raptor costume. Alright, cool, cool. Which now would just be pure just CGI all the way through. Um, So, oh, Dilophosaurus. They do not spit venom. There is no evidence that they do that. Michael Crichton made it up for the book. Steven Spielberg added the little frilly fan things that comes out. None of that's real. But they don't even have frilly fan things? Really? Nope. They have the, the crest oh, on their man. head. Terrifying. Yeah. I'm glad uh-huh. it doesn't. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's ter- it, it is terrifying. Like when he was in the car and he just, I was like, yeah, I would have I would have died right there. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm done. He was an idiot for looking back, but <laughs> he was an idiot for looking back. And in the book, his death is a lot more gruesome. Yeah, it's yeah gruesome. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dinosaur like ripped off his leg and stuck his leg up his butt, and then he ripped off his arm. <laughs> his arm. Died I'm like, man, dinosaur is really uh. Are you thinking this through? Wow. Okay, don't listen to Dan, but if you want to know how he dies, basically he gets gutted and decapitated. There you go. All right. Next yep. next bit of what, what else you got, Delinda? It's basically what I said. It's basically what I said. Um, BD Wong, who plays the doctor, um, who shows up in all of the other Jurassic Park movies, but two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He auditioned for the movie off of the book because the script wasn't finished yet and then was disappointed to find out that he really didn't have a big role because in the book his role is huge and he's like kind of evil and uh well not evil evil but whatever but um anyways yeah he only had like a five minute part and he thought his part was going to be bigger because in the book Henry has a huge part but yeah no 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would have. He had more time, time in the later movies. It just was he did, but it's just like you audition based off of the book, and then you realize like, yeah, your character's not the guy in the book. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I give him that. All right. So, the movie was supposed to originally end with the raptors being killed by falling dinosaur bones. Spielberg changed it to have the T-Rex to come in and attacking the raptors because he felt like people would want to see the T-Rex again. I mean, I think the ending yeah. kind of great. Yeah, that is great. This is awesome. And then with the banner falling down and the yeah. T-Rex roaring, you're like, yeah! Like, yeah, oh, it's, it's awesome. Just- like 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 how we mentioned how his arms were so short, he had to grab the raptor off his back with his head or his mouth, and then then fling him across the room because his arms didn't work. So I thought that was pretty dope, though. <laughs> yep, yep, yes, because his There's arms... no way he would have grabbed it off with his arms. <laughs> his arms are non-functional. I'm sure his arms do, do something. Mm, yeah, just it can't bring it. food to his mouth. It's hard to hard to imagine what. Yeah, can't do that. Can't eat with it. Can't scratch nothing. He can scratch like his chest. The immediate vicinity of his arms, he can scratch that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he can't claw another animal or anything with him. I know, I'm still, yeah. (laughs) He'd have to lay down on the ground, smack another animal with his arm. (laughs) It's just not going to happen no other way. (laughs) And then... Now he's vulnerable. I think think it was a mistake. I think they got some fossils mixed up. But everyone, though. Yep. Okay. But what arms do that do? Those, what animal do arms belong to? I don't know. What does it fit? The animal that he <laughs> ate. Yeah, yeah, he ate it and yeah. it wasn't fully <laughs> digested. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Last random movie fact. So someone did the math. And said that it would cost $23 billion to build Jurassic Park. And it costs $11 billion to operate annually. Oof. That's... Yikes. I, I don't think they make that money back. No, I don't think you make that. But like, this... this, this well, they were talking about charging $10,000. Oh, yeah, and then having a coupon day yeah. for the poor folk. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of coupon day. <laughs> $10,000, which I guess it's not too far fetched because Disney World ain't cheap. It ain't $10,000. Like like yeah, but Disney World yeah, will cost you a couple of grand. Disney World ain't Jurassic Park, though, Probably, at least, I would say. And that's just when you get down there. I ain't even including plane tickets. Mm-hmm. That's just when you get down there, hotel, food, entertainment. I guess yeah, so. I guess yeah. so. Uh, I mean, I guess ten grand is not too far fetched. Maybe in 1993 yeah. it is. Maybe then, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Well, go ahead. Sure. Well, let's let's keep them short. Uh, okay. No. Thirty seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We just talked about how great the ending is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did the T Rex come from? How did he get in the building? Did he just Without come up with that? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because he didn't break anything. No one, no, no one <laughs> thought of that though. 
Well, that's the thing. When Steven Spielberg said, like, he wants to add a T-Rex, they said, well, how does he get in there? And T-Rex is like, I mean, and Spielberg is, like, describing the scene. He's like, no, I meant, how does he get in the building? And they just kind of like, yada, yada, whatever. T-Rex. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yada, yada, whatever, (laughs) T-Rex. And boom, there he is. It was like, nobody noticed. Like, nobody. Right. He didn't break anything. He didn't feel the feet steps, you know, the thump, thump. Nobody felt that. Like, the T-Rex really got, oh, that's what his arms are for. He lays his belly <laughs> and then his tiny little arm drags him across the ground where nobody can hear him coming. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay. And, and then, my only other nitpick. Alright, so when the girl is turning the locks back on, Tim, mm-hmm. While you standing there jumping around doing nothing. He was literally jumping around. Just hand him the gun <laughs> or help them close the door. But what you were doing was not helpful. <laughs> Just... I was irritated with that whole with that whole scene. That whole scene. Also Tim is dead well before then because he got electrocuted. Oh yeah. Tim. Electrocuted, so, yeah. That that, that would have been Tim would have been crispy cakes. Like, come on, crispy crispy cakes. His hands were wrapped around the wire, so when it turned on, his he would not have been shot off. He would have been stuck on there, and it would just continue electrocuting him until yeah. he burnt to a crisp. So <laughs> that's how that would have worked. They couldn't do that though. They couldn't do that to the kids. You can the kill kids. kids. Yeah, oh, Quiet yeah. Place proved that. I was say Quiet Place killed him. Stephen King, uh, doesn't a kid die in Cujo? Not in the movie. Not in the movie. Only in the book. He dies in the book, Dehydration. Oh. It was sad. Oh, wow. Oh, he suffers. Yeah, yeah, he suffered. They were stuck in a car. Man, I'm like, what kind of dog stalks a car for days? Like, what's wrong with you? But. A psychotic dog. Yeah, hence Cujo. That's a good movie. Um, Okay. <laughs> that was my last nitpick. Oh, that one was violent enough for you. Huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. The only other issues I, I have is just like the, whatever. It's just the differences from the book, which is not a, a nitpick. It's just I wish they were in the movie. That's all. Yep. All right. Well, let's rate it. Jurassic Park. What do you say with our very very skewed rating system that we have here? Best movie ever. Best movie ever. Agreed, because I love Jurassic Park like to death. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, best movie ever. That is a five of, or four out of four, excuse me. I can count. Oh uh, four out Whoa. of four. <laughs> Whoa. Worst math ever. <laughs> four out of four for three rivals. So Jurassic Park <laughs> is the best movie ever. So. Oh, do we want to do best quote? It's welcome to Jurassic Park, just saying. But okay, now we can end. Oh, best quote? Uh, life finds a way. I know. No, that's not the best quote. But I, the best quote I can't say. I can't say. What? It. Hold on to your butts? <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was cool, too. But uh, remember when uh, she was digging through all that poop and he and Malcolm walked out, he was like, yeah. Oh. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what about, uh, must uh, drive Mom. faster, must drive faster. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, let's drive. Uh, <laughs> we chance of moving him, please chance it. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? It was a 
lot of quotes in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Welcome to the rest of It's just the way he said it. Welcome yeah. to the rest of Or, or I thought you would have said this. Um, clever girl. Oh, clever, oh, clever girl. Shooter. 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 Uh, they kept that in the Lego Jurassic Park game, and it's amazing. Thank you very much, Lego Jurassic Park. Yes, Lego Jurassic Park. Thank you. If you I haven't played it, you need to. It's, it's a fun game. You should check it out. I shall. I shall do that. Yeah, with that being said, so that's our thoughts on Jurassic Park. Let us know what you thought. Comment wherever you watch the podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us. And, you know, leave a rating if that's a thing where you're watching. Uh, we'll appreciate your feedback. If you want to reach out to us, you can always reach out to us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash 3DRivals. You can also tweet us on Twitter. It is at 3 underscore Rivals on Twitter. And we have a Gmail, 3DRivals at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you so much for listening, guys. Peace out. Wow. Peace out.